to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Okay, let's go. Hello, welcome to episode 231 of the Chris and Sam podcast. My name is Sam. I'm Chris. Welcome along to our little podcast in this little corner of the world. Yes, this little corner of the world being Hamilton. That's right. We are... New Zealand. Hamilton, New Zealand. Uh, That's right. Here we go. Uh, Anything exciting been happening this week? Um, Yeah. just the journey non-stop it sounds like it from chris yeah no no nothing nothing majorly exciting although i do have a um web series producers workshop tomorrow so let's see how that goes oh that keeps coming up and i i I must have said i was interested in it maybe i don't know it keeps coming up in my timeline the one you know the couple of times i go on facebook yeah yeah so i don't know but But i I paid for a ticket so yeah, yeah i'm not going i'm working but uh yeah yeah i look forward to hearing all about it uh i honestly i'm going more to support the support it to make sure we keep getting things than thinking i'll get much out of it because i'm you not never planning, know. On, you I'm never not planning know. on going on a web series but but it's only it's only 15 bucks exactly like so, you said but yeah. it's good hey uh, an update from last week obviously we have already been to adam's birthday movie marathon night oh yeah 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 very good thank you adam for putting that on uh, i always love your selections Absolutely. So full ni- full lineup of the movies was started with Fright Night, nineteen eighty five. I actually really enjoyed that. Then Brazil, which was also a nineteen eighty five film. Yes, uh, which was great. Yeah, really good. The Plague Dogs, nineteen eighty two. Um, yeah, it was alright. I was not a big fan of the Plague Dogs. I think uh, it was okay. Like I thought it was pretty well done and stuff. And I think I was just. Um, impressed with that they made it way back in the day and it was that sort of subject topic. Yeah, 1982, yeah. Uh, Isle of Dogs, 2018, that I liked. Um, we had a bit of problems with the um, Apple uh, Air, whatever it was. I, I assume, Oh, because he rented it on iTunes. Yeah, That's it was right. the streaming. Yeah, yeah. And I fully stream. blame uh, Apple. Yeah. Nobody okay. else, just Apple. Yeah, or, or, or Roy... Because he's off saving the world and he's not fixing up his light wire connection. Our, our mate Roy's um, off doing a, with the Some, Bill, Bill yeah, and Melinda he's Gates doing something Foundation with the Bill and somewhere, Melinda. somewhere in tropical trying to solve And world if you hunger. know Roy, that's probably the randomest thing you've ever heard in your life. I know. It's like if anybody ever says to you, um, who's the person you think most likely to die of Ebola that you know? It's going to be Roy. <laughs> That's right. Hopefully he doesn't get some weird tropical disease this time. Well, yeah, this like time. Like last time. Like last time. Okay. Uh, then we watched Endless. That was really good. I really like that. That was very good. Yeah. Uh, um, I love that. That's a 2017 movie. And then finally, One Cut of the Dead. That That's was the it. name I was trying One to remember. One Cut of the Dead. One Cut of the Dead. And I really like that. And Which is Japanese. I, I'm glad. Yeah. And subtitle. Yeah. I'm glad Adam warned me because he warned us. He said, you'll start it off and you'll think, "Mm, this is not so good. Um, And so the first bit's a bit, no, that's that's all right. And then there's a bit, yeah, I don't see the point in watching this any further. And then it gets really good. The ending, by the time you get to the ending, it's like, holy crap. And... For me, um, that's the movie I've thought about most this week. Like, I, I was thinking about it earlier today again, like how they put that together. Um, Harley, if you're, if you're listening to this, you have to get one cut of the dead because at one point of a, I was just like, this is 
just I survived a zombie holocaust. That's all it is. I had some trivia for this actually for you. Oh yeah. Um, um, so yeah, go for it. It cost them twenty five thousand to make, and they made twenty five million. Holy crap! So they're doing good. So they did better than I survived a zombie holocaust, I guess. Yes. They, <laughs> they shot it in eight days. Oh, serious? The, Jeez. The, uh, the first, so there's one, it's just one cut. Like they don't cut. It's just one shot, you know. But it took them six takes to do that over two days till they could do it without stuffing it up. For oh, the first run. Of course, because the other levels. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. complexity of that. So, is if you're phenomenal. into films, this is definitely a. a, a yeah, if, film you, for if, you're not, um, if you're not a filmmaker, you might not get uh, the, the, the hit from it at the end. But if you're a filmmaker, you're going to go, what the actual? That's amazing. And most of the cast paid money to be in the movie because initially it was a final product of an acting and directing workshop called ENBU Seminar. Wow. So, pretty oh, cool. That That's good. I did not know those things. That's really I know cool. You do I know. That. That's very good. Yeah, look at you being sly. And- we don't have a Kickstarter or Dropkick this week, but someone that we like quite a lot did try and get Dropkicked uh, unsuccessfully. Which is good. Uh, what? Arnie. Arnie. Oh, Arnie. <laughs> Arnie is in oh, South nice. Africa, and he's yeah. in a high school, I think it was, and he's doing his thing, and some dude just comes out. Because I think somebody was, oh, it was, he was filming himself, eh? He was doing his, he was talking to his phone at the yeah, time. Yeah, he was doing some sort of selfie thing, he does quite a bit of that, yeah, yeah. and someone was filming him, Yeah. and this dude comes and does <laughs> Running this. up behind him and does a drop kick. To his back, pushed yeah. him forward a bit, but didn't really. No, he do just a lot. thought someone had jostled him a bit. Yeah, um, and you know, how old's Arnie now? 70? Seventy something. Yeah, seventy something. Yeah, you know, so that's pretty impressive. That you know, and what a loser! Oh, what and a Arnie, complete loser! And you know, the other guy, and and Arnie handled it really, really well. And he said, "Oh no, I'm not going to press any charges or anything. He's just, um, you know, being exuberant or something." So good old Arnie, eh? So. How's your phone? It's going great. I like it a lot. <laughs> so those of you listening will have remembered that Sam bought a new... I'm the thing we mentioned on the podcast. I'm not sure. I think I mentioned yeah. I destroyed my old phone anyway. Yeah, uh, a new Hawa- ha- Huawei. Sorry. Huawei Nova Get- 3i is what I'm rocking. Huawei Nova 3i. Okay, I should tell... Um, Aaron that, although I should just tell him to listen to this, because he keeps asking me, he goes, is it a P30? Because Aaron just bought one about no, the same time as P30 you. P30 is really good. Yeah, I think he got a P30. Yeah. And I said, oh, I think that's what no. Sam's got, because I have no freaking clue. Sam got a phone. <laughs> yeah, it was a Huawei phone. I knew that. And, of course, the big news is, of course, that uh, um, America's being dicks and said... Donald Trump's being a dick. Yeah, well, yeah. Donald Trump's being a dick. He's always a dick. But um, overall, uh, yeah. Uh, so they're the second dick. largest um, cell phone manufacturer in the world? I, they're the biggest selling cell phone I, from something I've heard. So they're right up there. They're, they're either just, one or two. They're just behind Samsung and then oh, Android's, uh, Apple's third. Right. I thought they'd overtaken Samsung, but then those things happen. I think it might be worldwide. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, they keep changing. But um, yeah, and so uh, and so they can't use Android anymore in there supposedly. Um, and I, I, I'm jumping on PB Tech because I'm looking at getting a monitor because my monitor's yep. uh, crapped out after 12 years of service or something. That's right. <laughs> and um, and uh, at the top of the PB Tech uh, website, it's got what you need to know about Huawei. 
<laughs> well, they've all got that because people are freaking out. Um, so, yeah, it would be a great time to buy a, a Huawei phone in uh, about three months' time, I reckon. Yeah. So Google has um, been told this is what's happening from basically the US government. So yep. they've sort of said, well, we're going to wait 90 days right. before they do anything drastic. Huawei sort of just saying, well, we can either use, there's like a stripped down basic version of Android, but doesn't have the Play Store. And they don't use the Play Store in the Asian country, so they don't care. Or they may bring out their own uh, app store, which is confusing for Westerners. Or they've got the possibility of bringing out their whole um, brand new operating system that they have been working on, apparently. Yeah, because they must have been working on it, because it's always always a danger for a big company that's still growing like that to be so reliant on an outside business. You know, they they wouldn't have, you know, it, it would have been a threat that Android could disappear or cut them off or something. Yes. Um, but so they what would have about some the contingency there. Tens of thousands of people in the US, it's affecting. Well, you know. The chip manufacturers, they buy the most chips out of everyone and they've just been screwed. They've who, got, who, who do you mean? Sorry. So me. to build a phone, yeah. you have to put a microchip in it. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they get them from American suppliers. Right. And so these people, if it all goes ahead, aren't going to have any jobs anymore. And they've got stockpiles for the next, I think it's three to six months of phone production. And then they've got to figure out what they're going to do. But it's actually screwing the people in America, like actual just blue collar workers. Everything Donald Trump's been doing is screwing America. It's like this tariff trade war thing. Oh, China's paying. Uh, no. Do you understand what a tariff is? It's a tax on what you bring in. So they said uh, they've, they've, it's publicly it's down the path of talking about security and stuff, but they said it's more of a trade sort of thing to get, you know. Yeah, leverage on, leverage on those guys. We'll see how it plays out. I do but, really. But what gets me too, and yeah. I, I, I don't want to keep harping on it, but Facebook is, and Google really are exactly the same thing for America everywhere else. It's like America's being really hypocritical because NSA gets a backdoor into Facebook and into Google yeah, to yeah. get all sorts of data, and they're global. We should be kicking them out of the country and as well. Huawei is one of only two, I think, and there's the biggest company that can bring out 5g which they all need for autonomous vehicles and all that crap that they're building in america so if they get pulled out and they're like no nah, don't we're not going to supply any gear at all apparently they're going to have to wait a lot longer i would say there's some quote unquote billionaire mate of uh, donald trump who's wanting to set up a 5g there's something company going on and yeah, then yeah, there's yeah. like oh Huawei's yeah. out of the way oh, oh i oh. think you'll have to have your contracts with me oh ah oh. oh, donald here's your um cut that's right. But, uh, you know, we'll see how that goes. And if the if they take away the Google Play Store, then thanks Consumer Guarantees Act here in New Zealand, I can just return my phone and get my money back, apparently. Yeah. Uh, this week also was the final episode of Game of Thrones. Yes, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was good for the amount of time they had to write it and stuff. Yeah. So... I, I, I read a really good post today. It was actually a series of tweets that they put into yeah. a post. You know, I've read a couple. That. Yeah. Um, so that was the one about the pantsers and the um, plotters. No, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so I, because I had said my, my theory was that um, Martin had spent a lot more time in the characters. And this is basically what this guy had said. Um, he said there's two types of writers and, and not that one's better than the other. It's just 
the way things are. The plotters are like architects. They know, right, I'm going to build the walls, the roof, uh, the, the wiring's going to go through here. This is what's going to happen. So they know the whole story beginning to end before they start putting yeah. it together and, and framing it up. Um, and that's great because you get a very finishing end and, and, and your twists are all set up and yeah. all that sort of thing. Um, the only thing is that a plotter, tend, where their weak side is, is the characters seem a bit wooden, right? Okay. Okay. A panzer is somebody who goes, I'm going to, like, more, I, I, I prefer um, planter or grower. They, like, plant the seed. This is the character. And then they, they flesh out the character and they go, the, oh, in this situation, the character actually would do, do this, this, and this. Yeah, yeah. And then it ends up going in totally different directions. So, like, a, a, an overgrowing garden. It's just going wherever yeah. it wants to go. Um, and so they have very uh, good. Um, character building it, it really gets you into those characters but when it comes time to end um sometimes and what george rr R. martin obviously does is that that style of thing he just keeps growing new t- storylines going off in all different directions and you've got more and more and more storylines and so what had happened with game of thrones basically is that we got to this point where the storylines were so vast and um the what do you call them? Showrunners. The showrunners. We were given, you know, you've got uh, 18 episodes, whatever it was, yeah. two seasons, to write it all, cover, cover all that stuff and bring it back down and, and, and tie it off. And that's always going to... So what happens then is these characters you fall in love with that, that were really three-dimensional and fleshed out and all the rest of it, yeah, indeed. They, they've got to effectively run to a script to get to an end point. Yeah. And they're making decisions that you go, I don't understand why you made that decision. So they do that. They've done it in the past, apparently, and something else they've worked on. They're very good at, oh, uh, don't worry about it. We'll just jump ahead. So those guys are writing the next three Star Wars films. Those guys. Yeah. So if we'll see how they go with that. Um, the, there was a, there's a whole ton of characters in Game of Thrones. There's an article online and it says we never found out what happened to all these people, which is quite interesting. And... There was two things, and I read it, and I was like, actually, that would have been pretty cool. One was, spoiler alert, so if you haven't seen it, tough. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, go forward 30 seconds or 60 seconds on this. Probably three minutes. But uh, when they, Jon Snow and Grey Worm, is his name, eh? Grey Worm? Yeah. Like, Jon Snow should have said to him, okay, I'll just trial by battle at the end there. That would have been cool. Yeah. That would have been cool to see. And the other one, which I agreed on, was they said in all the other writing when everything went old, what's her face is the guy the what's the main guy of um Cal Cal Drago? Drago. Yeah. yeah. When he died, they all went mental. The um Dothraki. Dothraki. And they said it would have been better if there was no Dothraki at the end. Because they were just standing there doing nothing and she died and they did nothing. And we should have just, they should have just written them off and said they all died with the White Walkers. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay. But no, it was, it was pretty good. It was all right. No, it, it was good. I, I'm, I'm satisfied with it. I'm pretty happy. I didn't like that Jamie and um, Cersei got, ended up together. I reckon they should, I, I would have liked it if they died, like, just about to see each other. And then they just died. And they didn't have that moment where they got to hold each other. Because they just, they just, no. Okay. That's 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 how Sam would have done it. That's how that's I would cool. have done it. That's cool. Um, yeah, I, I'm just happy to take it 
the way it came. So yeah, uh, hope, hope everybody else enjoyed it as as much as I did. Yes, so that's cool. So, uh, but yeah, ten years because I was just saying um, our our other flatmate X Man, whose birthday it is today. Happy birthday! I might see him one day. Yeah, um, he uh, he would have been eleven when this Game of Thrones started. Just, oh, that's why he wasn't interested in it because he didn't know what was going on. Yeah, I know. It, it blows my mind, you that's know, right. that that it lasts so long. Anyway, moving on. What have you got about potato chip there? Well, well I'm going to ask what's your criminally bad joke. Okay, let's let's talk about this. So, Egyptian comedian Ahmed Ahmed. Uh, I don't know if Ahmed Ahmed. Yeah, that's his name. That sounds like a stage um, name. Does yeah, it? it might I, don't be. Know. I don't know. Um, I can't tell. He did a stand-up routine, and somebody thought the joke was so bad that an audience member called nine one one the following day. That's pretty um, bad, and I the, guess. And the police came around to interview her. Yeah, oh, that's so good. Yep. Um, they took a statement. The complainant misquoted the joke. In his 911 call, which they played on the, the thing I was listening to, so I listened to the 911 call, Ahmed asked where people were from. Someone said, I'm from Iraq. Someone said, I'm from Iran. I'm from Pakistan. I'm here from there. I'm from here or I'm from there. That's great, he said. Listen, we could organize our own terrorist, our own little terrorist organization. And that's why he called the police. And um, Ahmed says, well, actually, it's, did you? Because oh, he goes, did they tell you they totally misquoted the joke? And she said, yeah, we'll just play that now. So just played it. And then um, he goes, the joke, actually, and you can find it on YouTube. Like oh, okay. it's, it's been told, oh, that's told good. a thousand that's good. times. Glad, yeah. But it's like, are there any Middle Eastern people here tonight? And that particular night, he said, I think there was five people went, you know, clapped or went woohoo. Yeah. You, you know how they do. And he goes, that's awesome. There's a small group of us tonight, but hey, it only takes one of us. And then he goes, to tell a joke. <laughs> and then he goes, lock the doors. <laughs> but that's it. It's a and, lot of difference in those yeah, two yeah. stories. And yeah, and so, oh. So anyway, Ackman was like, yeah, the cops were really good. He said they were a bit almost embarrassed for being there. They're like, well, this has never happened before. We've never had to deal with this, but we have to come out and check it out. Um, basically, the the nine one one call is that you're inciting terrorism, and then one of the cops basically said after they'd interviewed him, um, like, "Don't stop what you're doing. You're doing great. I love your work." Oh, well, that's good. So, anyway, I thought that was funny. I uh, I learned about some a potato chip this week called the whole shebang. <laughs> um, and is, it, is is that like the brand name? Or, yeah, it's called the whole shebang. Oh, is, is that the brand name of the chip, or is that the type of potato? Or it's just the brand name of the chip okay. yeah it's yeah. made by the keith group uh who makes a whole bunch of stuff just for american prisons so <laughs> so okay so you you can now so this story is about four or five years old um no like some, no, of, actually, like some of my ones no actually i lie i can't do math it's only three years old uh, no so originally you couldn't get this potato chip outside of the prison system in america and when the prisoners come out that's all they want are these whole shebang potato chips right because what a just... way to seed your market! <laughs> so you can buy them now online, and they're real expensive, like those stupid price. Because you got to buy them for like a whole box, and um, apparently there's other manufacturers that have something similar, according to the comments online and that. But basically, it's a blend of barbecue flavor, salt and vinegar, and a range of other mysterious flavors, and it's so popular, inmates seek them out once they get out of prison. Uh, they also make it into a um, high-sodium-based uh, type of soup. And there's a video of this guy, and a uh, reporter, and he turns up to this guy's house, and the guy's telling him how they make it. 
and he's got like uh, no- I thought you were going to say like they make booze out of it. But no, anyway, carry on. but he's got he, he's got noodles and these potato chips, and then he's got honey and all this random stuff. It just reminded me of you cooking. <laughs> I was just going to say. And the guy ate, eats, and they he goes, "This tastes really good." And he goes, "I oh, know. This is why we love it so much." And then he opens up his suitcase and he shows that he's got like twenty bags of these chips to give these guys, and they just like over the moon. Anyway, I just thought it was interesting because that's uh, pretty cool. That's we're a good story. both on the slow carb diet now, and cheat days on Saturday. <laughs> cheat day tomorrow. Woo-hoo. Yeah, looking forward to it. Okay, so uh, did you hear about the Coalition New Zealand launch? No, I don't know what that is. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> if you, if you do, want, do I need to? Oh, this might get make you angry because it makes me angry. Um, <laughs> oh, good. I love things. But when they make Sam angry, it's so amusing. But there's a little bit of a payoff as okay, well. Okay, all right. Okay. So if you were going to think of somebody here in New Zealand who's a complete idiot, we've spoken about him before, we don't like him, we don't like the message he puts out into the public, and he's decided to come up with a political party, because our politics needs this, apparently, it's called the Coalition Party, who do you think that would be? Simon Bridges. No. Brian and Hannah Tamaki. Oh, God. No, because I, I thought somebody who was already in politics. No, no, sorry. Yeah, so right. she okay. is the leader of it, and I haven't heard, heard her talk or anything, because what happened was... So for those that don't know, Brian Tamaki... Um, is a self-appointed... Uh, what's his title? Bishop. bishop yeah, Bishop. Made-up so, Bishop. So he's, he's the New Zealand's televangelist. So America has a lot of them. We've got We've got one. Got one. He's well, an idiot. well, one family, really, because the family sort of run yes. that. So, um, and you know, uh, fundamentalist in all the wrong ways. Um, uh, some people give them credit for the work they do with prisoners and getting people off meth. Um, and he- I've dealt with, I've, I've met some of these guys, and they've come out of prison and, and that that are helping with that thing. And I applaud that. But I still can't. He's basically got upset recently because the government has said we're not going to implement your man up um, program. The man up program. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, we're not going to implement that in all the prisons. I think they've actually taken it out because I think they've worked out that a it's not effective or it's just a crazy man. Yeah, whatever. Um, But when you're coming up with something, Chris, now we know a little bit about technology here. I mean, we're sitting in a garage. You may be cat poo in the corner there, but. When you have a project, before you announce it, do you think you should get your domain name sorted before you announce it? <laughs> no, but do you think that's a oh, thing? Of course you do. You, well, they you did You do that secretly. Like, no. You keep no, it secret until you've done it. No, no. That. So they announced on Thursday that they're going to have the coalition party and they had a press conference. And uh, this guy here, Tim Bat, he's a comedian. I, I he, think I've seen him. He yeah. just went in and brought coalitionparty.co.nz and coalitionparty.nz. So they don't even have a proper web address at the moment. He owns it. Oh, God. So uh, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, so um, Brian Tamaki, to to understand why I really don't like him so much, so the Christchurch shooting, um, they had the mosque thing, um, and uh, the week later uh, they did an Islamic call to prayer, um, I think over... National radio. It was yep, uh, national yeah, national radio. Yeah, yeah. It was a big thing. Yeah, and everybody had a, a minute, si- a two minute silence, whatever yep. it was. Um, so that was cool. But he was up in arms because we were having this um, the the Islamic call to prayer on the radio being yep. broadcast, and, and he, he went absolutely batshit crazy about it. And it's like, 
Well, that's not very Christian for starters, I don't think. And um, let's be clear here: he's not Christian. He's, he's about a money, money hungry. Like when they have those behind the scenes things, or when they went in a couple of years ago, and his wife Hannah, who's running this uh, political thing. She's like, oh, they need more money, more money, more money. And there's families out there absolutely broke with no money. because yeah, so they're they tithing keep... everything to this church. And these guys are driving around in flashes cars, yep. flying and around. Yep. And they're like, well, God wants us to have this all this money. I can buy a $200,000 car and go on these trips. And they want us to do that. So anyway, uh, uh, <coughs> scum. Scum, scum. Sorry. Okay, so. Um, Actually, talking about, uh, I've got a story about cell phones here. You'll like this one too, actually. Cool. You love these stories. Uh, this guy in uh, the US, I think it was, he's been submitting phones to iPhone to Apple saying that the, his phone won't turn on. Like, you know, that's a problem. So they're like, okay. Have you put the battery in? Yeah, yeah, no, but that's okay. So they send him a brand new Apple phone, which is about 924 New Zealand dollars, right? So that's good. How many times do you think he's done this? He sent them 3,000 phones. What? Over the course of two years, right? A Chinese national in the US state of Oregon. They sent her back about 1,500 replacement iPhones, right? And then he sells them or whatever he does with them. But all the ones he was selling Apple were fake. Oh, so he's getting counterfeit phones. Yep. And then he's, sell- he's swapping them to a- with Apple for real ones and um, selling the real ones. What a genius. Well, I mean, obviously he's been arrested and fraud and all sorts of stuff's happening now. I mean, the US well, okay. attorneys are yeah, I mean, there, but When I say genius, I mean criminal genius. Yeah, so he'd... Uh, I, get- I don't think that at all that that's what I'm going to make my livelihood when I finish work in two weeks' time. <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah. They reckon that, uh, yeah, they reckon that he, they knew he was doing it or something, but... I don't know. Uh, so they reckon it represents eight hundred ninety-five thousand dollar loss um, to Apple. Yeah, so it's just lunch hey, money. But his maximum sentence is ten years in prison, a two million dollar fine, or twice his proceeds, whichever is greater. He's going to get sentenced in August, right? But I mean, good on him for uh, doing that. D- uh, just, I, I have to mention that. Did you listen to the daily podcast that I? Not no. I, I, I mentioned today. No. So for those of you that are listening that have listened to the Dollop podcast, it reminded me of this. But this is the New York Times daily podcast. It's pure news. But in my head, I could just hear Gareth uh, Reynolds just chiming in with um, <coughs> words throughout this whole thing. And it's, it's a look at Deutsche Bank. Um, going from its history, how it uh, funded the Nazis, basically, um, then came to the, the US and the whole history with Donald Trump. And the story is just literally bonkers. It's just insane. So uh, I'll get Sam to hook up that uh, link to that episode in the show notes. Uh, do yourself a favor, have a listen. It's quite funny. Yes. I, don't, I don't think it'll make you mad. I think it'll just make you... F- Shake your head and laugh and like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so coming up this week, uh, I've just got work. Chris is contemplating life and maybe getting new monitors. Um, um, yes, I, it's my final week at work next week. So I'm going to be doing. We may, we're probably doing a podcast before your last day, I'm thinking. Yeah. Because your last day will be away. Next Friday. Yeah. Because I might be away. Anyway, we'll sort it out because we have to record this now. But that's all right. Don't worry about that. We will be back, and at some point we will uh, 
find out what and, Chris is up to. And if you know anything about the field days, and if you want us to find out anything specific about field days when we're doing our roving reporting. Um, is that what we're calling it? I have no idea what we're calling it. Uh. <laughs> um, but yeah, if, if there's anything you want us to uh, go and see and shout out to and all the rest of it, do that. Let us Otherwise, know. Otherwise, uh, you can get us on Twitter at Chris and Sam Pod, the Chris and Sam Podcast on Facebook. Um, there's a wonderful photo of me looking like a girl, which is just the dumbest thing ever. Lots of comments um, and feedback on that. <laughs> thanks, that's to, thanks to the new Snapchat filter. So if you want to see what Chris looks like as a female, head along to the Facebook page. Scarily like my sisters and my niece. Someone like, mentioned that today. Did yeah, 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 Glenn, yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, yeah, that's just disturbing. <laughs> Honestly, that's just disturbing. Um, as as a, as was Jamie in Australia with his amazing comments, uh, <laughs> and, then, and his wife and chimed Tan- in too. Tanya yeah. chimed in with the yeah. ultimate. That yeah, was hilarious. Good. That good. was hilarious. So anyway, um, check out all that. Check out all stuff. that, and if you like the podcast, consider going into Patreon. Uh, there's a link. There's a button on the main on the page. page. Yep. Um, and uh, support this podcast a little, as little as a dollar and a month would be great. That's right. Big shout out to all our current patrons. Also, uh, make sure to give us a review on iTunes if you know how to work that. Or uh, actually, on the Facebook page, you can do it there too. Yeah, reviews on Facebook. That'd be great. Okay. Anyway, uh, we uh, love you long time. <laughs> Worst ending. Worst ending ever. No. Worst ending out of 200 but, but, plus podcasts. But oh you've got to hear me say that while you're looking at me as me as a No, girl. they don't. <laughs> no. Worst no, combination no. in the world. Okay, until next week, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.